And when Madeline was testifying to the fact that her year at his hill was so significant, Mm -hmm. I was like, all of my kids need to go. Mm -hmm. If this girl who grew up here Mm -hmm. is saying how significant that year was for her, then who doesn't need to be here? Welcome to this week's episode of the His Hill Podcast. My name is Kelly Darty, and I'm your host. Today, I have with me a couple of friends from church, and uh, they also have a connection with His Hill in that their parents of, um, well, they've had several kids come to His Hill. And so I wanted to bring them in and just introduce them to you, hear their testimony, and then hear about what the Lord's done in their family's life by their children being students at His Hill. So with me is Jeff and Heather Morris. Hi, guys. Hi. Hi. Thanks for being here. I appreciate you doing this. It was such, like I said before we got started, really short notice, but you were both uh, <laughs> real easy about it. I appreciate that. Um, just curious, was is, is there any nerves about it? I don't really. I do a little bit. Okay. Yeah. Well, most people, yeah, most people are pretty nervous when they come in, and then after about a minute or two, they realize, oh, wait a minute, this is really simple. Yeah, yeah it is. <laughs> We're just going to sit and talk. But, uh, and I just kind of sense that from you. So I appreciate that. Okay. So let's do this. Uh, let, just, just let the listeners um, get to know you a, a little bit. Why don't you tell us how you came to know Jesus? And then we'll maybe talk about how you guys met and ended up in comfort. Not only did we go to the same church, we live in the same town. And uh, and we're not that, really that far apart either, yeah. as the crow flies. <laughs> right. Yeah. Okay, uh, Heather. Let's start with you, Heather. How did? Where are you from? And uh, tell us a little bit about your family background, how you came to okay. know Jesus. All right. Um, my mom and dad both grew up in Colorado Springs, Colorado, and they um, kind of were. I don't think my mom's family was Christian. Uh, my dad's was, and they got married just right after high school, and they were both in the hippie generation. Mm. So we watched the Jesus Revolution recently, and I was yeah. like, that's my mom and dad. <laughs> <laughs> so that's pretty fun. But when they were um, young adults, probably when I was, I don't know, maybe four or five years old, they both came to know the Lord in a pretty neat way. And so um, I grew up with them really loving the Lord and um, and making decisions based on trying to please the Lord. So that was a good growing up. We uh, lived in Colorado for a while, well, for a long time. We had a little bit of time, maybe five, six years up in the Pacific Northwest. Mm. My dad went to Multnomah Bible School. Okay. So we lived up there and he was in the ministry at a camp. Um, So I got to live at a camp for three or four years of my life, which was awesome. Um, And then we moved back to Colorado to be closer to my um, grandparents. And um, that's where I met Jeff. So after high school, we got married. Um, I, I grew up loving Jesus. Mm. So, um, I think one of those classic four or five years old, as soon as you recognize, Oh, I love Jesus. Yes. I want Jesus <laughs> in my heart. So yeah. I, I do remember, I don't remember ever a time without him. Okay. So that's a good thing. But I do remember in, I think I was 25 years old and started, we were up at working at a camp in Colorado, Camp Red Cloud. And I had Emmy, our oldest daughter, and I was really isolated up there. It was out in the middle of nowhere. And emotionally, I was really struggling spiritually. And I started um, having a lot of troubles um, just with my emotional health and started, you know, reading the scriptures and 
But all the promises I kept wondering, are those for me? Mm. <laughs> you know, are those promises mm-hmm. really, can I hold right. on to all those promises? Um, you know, the righteous, the ones who are saved, those who belong to him. And I started thinking, is that really me? Um, and so the Lord, I mean, I was 25 years old. The Lord started having to do some um, work. I don't know, you know, conversion. I don't know. Is it, but it was just good of the Lord to, I needed to know for sure okay. that I belong to him. Mm-hmm. And so through that, um, I remember going through the process and um, really at a conference in Denver, I think we went as a staff and it was a woman's conference and I was um, listening to a speaker and she, at the end she gave the whole, you know, if you've made a decision to follow Jesus or if the okay. Lord's doing any work in your life, you know, stand up or raise your hand or whatever. And I had never done that in my life. Okay. And so I raised my hand and I was like, yes, I belong, you know, and I think that was, um, that was good. That was I confirmation that. for mm-hmm. you. Yeah. Yeah. And from then on, I haven't questioned okay. um, that relationship. Okay. So, yeah. So that's my story. Thank you. Jeff. Uh, so my parents both uh, grew up in the Methodist church and my dad would tell you that of all the years that he was in the Methodist church, the, the, he has some benign story about, you know, the strongest thing he learned and it had nothing to do with the Bible. So they both grew up in it, and and I remember when I was young, I'm the youngest of three, um, I was probably early elementary age, something like that, and I can vaguely remember going to the Methodist church. This was in Arlington, Texas, um, and at some point, I think Dad just got frustrated with it, and it was like, this is just a waste of time, really? and he finally recognized it, and so they left. And some friends of theirs who I think had also been at the Methodist church, um, they were talking to them and they said, man, we're going to this Bible church. It's like, it's a whole different thing. And so dad's like, yeah, whatever. And so they went and uh, it was interesting. The, the thing that had the biggest impact on my dad, he's been in, you know, designs, custom homes now, but he was in architecture stuff and was involved with building buildings and things. Well, this church had uh he was looking at hey this is a nice building they built you know like yeah they built it he was like well yeah they had somebody build it it's like no the people in this church Mm. got together and they built this church and that was one of the biggest he was like if these people can get together and do this and not kill each other (laughs) you know that's something impressive and so um i think my mom was probably i think she'd been in bible study fellowship and i think she was either a believer or on her way um and uh dad through um some time there at that church and starting to hear the truth and actually hear the gospel preached um became a believer and i can remember being i don't know probably third fourth fifth grade somewhere in there probably third or fourth and I can remember being at some sort of something at church and, and being told or, or hearing, you know, the kind of the gospel and recognizing, yeah, I, I it was that, you know, kind of uh, fire insurance sort of, I, I need that, you know. Mm-hmm. And I can remember walking, I remember being in the car, getting out and walking out to the, the uh, mailbox at our house and thinking and saying in my, you know, heart, Jesus, I want you to come into my heart, you know, and that was, and and that was the beginning for me. And, and kind of like Heather says, you know, throughout my years, um, specifically coming like, so we moved to Bernie in uh, the, the summer before I, 
uh, went into my freshman year in high school. And so my freshman and sophomore years, um, I was, you know, pretty good kid, but not really, <laughs> I wasn't really dedicated to the Lord. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was that next, the summer between my sophomore and junior years, um, I went up to the camp in Colorado and worked for the summer. I was there all summer. And that this was is when, the camp that you, yeah, you that both, we both, okay. yeah, mm-hmm. Camp Red Cloud that we both worked at and eventually worked at before we moved back here. Um, but anyway, uh, that summer really the Lord got a hold of me and I, I came back and, and, uh, I made some, some big changes. Um, I still had plenty of, um, you know, I, I was still a center, no, no question. And, and, um, I was still struggling with things and, but I do remember that my, my first year out of high school was kind of a tough year because a lot of my friends had left and I was kind of, mom had wanted me to go to college. So I went to college some, but I hated it, didn't Mm want to be there. And, um, but I remember driving in on I-10 to UTSA, um, and remember just saying, Lord, if, you know, if I just decided I don't believe in you, if I decided there's nothing, you know, would it, what difference would it make? Okay. And I remember thinking, so if that's what I decide, that means I can't say, I've got a test today, Lord, help me. I started <laughs> to recognize how much I knew he was there and exci- mm. and, and, and accepted the fact that he was there, just took it for granted yeah, that's because he was such a part of me. Um, and so I think for me, that was kind of a, a, that turning point of this is mine. It's not just my mom and dad's faith, but it, this is mine. Um, so that was, and that was, you know, the beginning of, of that. Okay. Um, so, yeah. And that, and that was what, what age? So that was probably 19. Okay. Yeah. All right. And um, n- now you guys met in, in Oregon, right? No, Colorado. In Colorado, but yep. you both have Multnomah, right? Connection. So, yeah, the Multnomah connection for me was so after we'd been married for a couple of years, um, we moved back down here. Heather was going to go to school, and because <laughs> tuition was cheaper in Texas at that yeah. point than okay. it was in Colorado, okay. so right. So um, we um, we moved down here, and during that year, it was that. I've never heard the Lord's voice, but it was that still small voice saying, mm-hmm. you need to go to Bible school. Okay. And um, it's really funny to be sitting here at his hill, being that I was in Bernie, <laughs> Texas, and saying, you need, to go to his, you need to go to Bible school, when I wasn't planning on being a pastor or a youth mm-hmm. pastor or you know any of those things that you would normally think this is why a guy who's almost 25 is going to go to Bible school. Yeah. Um, and so when it came to it, there I, knew, I basically knew two schools that taught the Bible, <laughs> Dallas Theological Seminary mm-hmm. and Multnomah because of her dad, her, her, she has an aunt that also went there. And then there was a pastor that we were under in Colorado. He had been there. Okay. And so it was like, you know, I know that they are an undergrad kind of a program. So I basically said, Lord, I didn't, I did really poorly that first year of college because I just didn't care. So I'm not sure if they'll accept me anyway, but I'm going to apply. If they accept me, we'll go. Okay. So let's go to Portland. Yeah. (laughs) So we went. What year was that? So that was 97. No, that was 92. 92. 97 is when we left. All right. And did you have children yet? 
No. No, we Not had yet. Emmy right at the end. Okay. Yeah, right before, right we, before left. we left. And how many kids? Do, is it six? We got mm-hmm. six. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's three boys, three girls, yeah. right? Yep. Okay. Yep. And what's the oldest and youngest? What are the ages? So Emmy just turned 26. 26. Jolie, who's sitting here with us, is 11. 11. Okay. Yep. So wow, you guys have got you know, quite an age gap yeah. there, age yeah. span. Yeah. So there's been a lot of different things that you, as parents huh. you've had to deal with. Oh um, yeah, that a different, almost different generations, almost. Well, we we tell Lily and Jolie that they didn't get the same parents that <laughs> the older kids got. You know, it's totally uh, true. Yeah, we're we're older and we don't we don't move the same. And we're I used better to, in some ways and we're yeah. worse in others. I okay. think. Yeah, I used to get down on the floor and wrestle with the boys, and you know, it's just this pile, and it was a lot of fun. And it's like, yeah, I don't. No, <laughs> if I'm going to get down on the floor. It's to stretch my back. You know. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's yeah, that's it. You know, I I hadn't thought about it until I was sitting here and I was thinking about your kids mm-hmm. in the in the in the age span. Yeah. yeah, that really, you know, you've you have had to deal with different kinds of things mm-hmm. because of oh, yeah. different times uh, that right. our society would be in. Right, cell phones, right. yeah, iPads, well, yeah, yeah, well, all of that. One of the things that you know, that kind of get lost in all that was we were married for over six years before Emmy came along. Okay. So we were yeah. trying to get pregnant and weren't able to for a while. So there's, you know, which was a blessing. It was neat that we got to spend those years, just the two of us. And then Emmy came along and then it was another six years before the twins came. And then it was three years, every three years until Jolie. Wow. So, yeah. You know, uh, we were, we were married, Arlene and I, for six years before we had Lauren mm-hmm. and we, looking back on it, we can say that it was, it was, it was really good for a, a lot of reasons. Right. right. But one of them was it gave us an opportunity to watch a lot of parenting yeah. <laughs> and to think, okay, not going to do that. Not that. Not that. <laughs> that was not good. That. Yeah. It's a whole lot easier to do that when you don't have your own kids. <laughs> yeah. And then you get yours and they're like, hey, wait, where was the, where was the plan for this one? Because yeah, this isn't working in. like we said it was going <laughs> to. Or you're realize that you apologize to all those people that yeah. you yeah <laughs> are you after your first child you think you've got this down oh my right. you know and then the second child uh-huh. you know dares to have a different personality oh, yeah. right yeah, and then the third one has a different per- <laughs> and then the fourth one does yeah. <laughs> and then it's 15 years later and you have a different personality and it's like mm. oh my goodness yeah, yeah. And then, and as you get older, you're maturing and you hope so. Yeah. Yeah. We do hope so. Physically at least. (laughs) But then do you find that, you know, the, the, the older you got that you, you were learning to, to wait on the Lord more with your kids? Well, there's no question that we are more patient with our kids than we were. Okay. Um, Yeah. That that is certainly true. Um, yeah, I don't know whether I would I would say one way or the other on waiting on the Lord, but but yeah, the, just being older and kind of having different perspective. I know that it, we're a bit more chill about a lot of things with the younger kids than you know. Mm-hmm. We've had to apologize to Emmy a number of times. <laughs> the guinea pig. The guinea pig. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> okay. So now you've had three of the six go mm-hmm. to Bible school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Emmy being the first. What year yep. was she here? I was thinking about that. So like 2010, She 2011. was born in 97. So. 
So it should have been roughly 2015. Yeah, oh, okay. 2016, that's what I'm guessing. something like that. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. And it seems like it was a lot further back than that. But yeah, anyway. No. Um, now, what was, and, and then your, the twins just finished their first year. Their yep. first year, yep. yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Sam and Andrew. And uh, they're both wanting to stay for a second year. Yep. Yeah, yes. So they're praying about that right now. Yeah. 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 Um, well, uh, tell us. And, and just for the listeners, if you're hearing noise, it's because <laughs> we, we're in the middle of camp and, <laughs> and there's people outside the door. Uh, so anyway, that's what's going on there. Um, so what is the process of, you know, thinking through this? You know, because Bible school is not a um, it's not a common decision for people after high school. Mm-hmm. Right. And it very much can be trying on parents. Mm. Um, and I, I know this hasn't been the case for you guys, but I, I know that for a lot of parents, it really rocks their world because mm. this is not the plan they've had for their kids. Um, but what for you guys, what was the process with this, you know, mm. with Emmy and now with the boys? Well, I don't, I don't remember it necessarily with Emmy. This is just me, but um, <laughs> I know that when um, it was really interesting when, uh, Tylan and um, Madeline, right? Right, yeah. My getting, daughter getting, and son. Getting the that. right ones yeah. put together. Yeah. <laughs> when they joined the church a few years back, and as the elders, we had them come in and you know give their testimony. And when Madeline was testifying to the fact that her year at his hill was so significant, mm-hmm. I was like, all of my kids need to go. Mm-hmm. If this girl who grew up here... Mm-hmm is saying how significant that year was for her, then who doesn't need to be here, mm-hmm. right? So for me, and, and that was, we were, we were positive toward it. Um, with Emmy, I think we knew she was not inclined to go to college. Right. right. Well, and I remember we had a conversation, um, I don't know, before our kids had even graduated, before Emmy had even graduated. And I remember you hear all the people saying, oh, save for college. And, you know, yeah. you need to save so you can send your kids to college and blah, blah, blah. And I remember having a conversation with Jeff and looking. I was like, we're never going to have enough money to send all our kids mm. to college. We mm-hmm. could save. I mean, if we could save, even if we could save, we wouldn't That have would enough. take a lot. Right. But I remember telling, wouldn't it be wonderful if we could have enough that we could send each of them to his hill for a year? Mm. And that would be, that would be a good start for him. And that was before any of them had graduated or, yeah. you know, and it's just been neat that the Lord has provided um, so far for us to be able to do mm-hmm. that. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, and cool. talking about providing, um, you know, five and a half years ago, I started my own business and I, we're doing a little better than we were or whatever. But when Emmy was going to school, um, I was still working, you know, for the home builder. And, and you talk about, you know, it's, it's not cheap to do his hill, right? You know, it's not ridiculously expensive by any stretch, but it's not like the money just, you know, boom, there it is. And I think Emmy, you know, had been working a little bit and I think she paid a little bit of it. My dad helped out a little bit, but the vast majority was us. And I was just amazed because it was like, okay, the year before, that amount of money was not laying around. The year after, that <laughs> amount of money was not laying around. Wow. The Lord provided mm-hmm. very clearly for Emmy to be able to be here. Mm-hmm. You know, so it was just so cool to see 
this is where she needed to be and he'll take care of it. Yeah. One of my, you know, I've, I've heard and have seen, you know, having been on staff for so many years, th- that happened. Mm-hmm. I remember one girl was here as a first year and she, you know, she told us, I believe the Lord would have me be here for a second year. Right. Mm-hmm. And then she said, but I don't know how that's possible because mm-hmm. we, we just don't have the money. Right. And, but she says, but I am convinced that the Lord wants me to be here. So I trust him. Yeah. And the next day she went into the <laughs> lounge, just to the mailboxes there. And now, you know, this is, you know, a torchbearer campus. You've got nothing but students. Right. And staff that live on a torchbearer salary, which is not a lot. <laughs> yeah. Right. And she was staggered. She pulled out, she pulled out of her box, thousands of dollars were put <laughs> into that box. And, you know, it's just, and, and we don't know where That's it came amazing. from. Yeah. Right. You know, I mean, nobody's ever said it. Yeah, was somebody saying. knows, but, right. but, you right. know, but, you know, it's just how the Lord does take care of us. And we sell him short. Yeah. And so many things in life. Right. But, and, but some, it just seems like money is, is a big thing for us. Right. You it know? is. Yeah, if it's not there, we're not going to, we're not going to spend it if it's not there. But right. that's faith is, you know, walking, trusting. Yeah. Okay, Lord, if you have that for us, then. We'll just keep moving forward. In right. That. Yeah. Right. Hudson Taylor, I was just reading it this morning to uh, the family and our employees that uh, something that he once said, and I'm going to butcher it. I wish I had it here <laughs> with me. But he said something to where, it, you know, if it's God's will will not lack God's enabling. Hmm. Right. And, you know, it, it, so we need to start with him. You know, right. you know yeah. we're told right. the writer of Hebrews, fix your eyes on Jesus. Right. Right. And, you know, and then, and then trust him. And he says that right, right. after he lists all these people in chapter 11 mm-hmm. who live by faith and what the Lord did mm-hmm. as they, as they, by faith, it says, right. walked in what the Lord was doing. <laughs> yeah. And so it starts there. It starts. So often we reverse that, yes. right? Right. I have these means. What can I do with, right. with right. this instead of Lord, what do you want me to do with yeah. what, what you're going what, to provide? What do you want me to do? Right. Yeah. Period. Yeah. And it's his uh, life. Let me go do that. Right. You know, and uh, yeah, the resources aren't here. Let me go do that. Yeah. <laughs> we don't do that well. <laughs> I, I was nope. going to say, you know, when it came to Bible school f- and us being in Portland, you know, it was funny because about two to three years into it, I went, okay, I think I've accomplished what the Lord brought me here to do. Mm. But he kept providing. You know, and it was just Heather and I, We when we got to Portland, we both, within the first month, got jobs that we kept the whole time we were there. Okay. And each semester, the money was there for the next semester. Mm. And, you know, it wasn't like we had a lot left over, but we always had enough. And yeah. it was like, well, I might as well finish up because <laughs> why not? You know, I will he get a degree that I'm not really well, going to use well, for he anything hadn't, He hadn't but. given us any different direction, so it was like... This seems like the logical right. thing. Just stay here and finish it out. And, yeah. You know, so anyway. So you did finish it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Great. Actually got a four-year degree, which was one of the coolest <laughs> things about that was it was a big deal to my mom because mm-hmm. my two older siblings, that was not going to ever happen. Uh-huh. And so it was kind of cool <laughs> that that uh, she actually got one of her kids to go to school and finish up. So, yeah, I, we both had degrees from Bible colleges and, I used to tell people when when we were full time here for years. I told people that because it it bugs me. I'll just show my cards. <laughs> it bugs me that uh, that so many parents insist mm. on on their kids going to college, mm-hmm. right? Because that's what you have to do, right? And you know when you look at the statistics of of 
No. I mean, you look at what it, the debt that they incur, mm. and we won't even go into to the politics of that right now. Right. But, yeah. but the debt that they incur, <laughs> and then the uh, whether they get their degree or not. Right. You know, it's not like, well, I've decided not to finish my degree. Well, we'll forgive all the debt. You right. Know? No, you yeah. still owe you that. You still owe all that. And then the percentage of people who never use that degree. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Right. The number of well-educated baristas at uh, Starbucks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then there's the argument, well, you'll never, it, it shows that you can, you can, um, you can stick to something. Right. So employers really like that. Um, really? There's, <laughs> yeah. Show me the numbers on that. Right. Right. Yeah. I know they're out there. Right. Sure. Because I know some, but. Right. But show me the numbers on that yeah. because I see a whole lot of people getting really good jobs that have no college education. Right. Yep. Right. And so, you know, it's just, it's almost like as Christians, parents, we're petrified. We're afraid. Mm. You know, I think about Colossians 2. Well, I'm really showing my cards here. Mm. Uh, <laughs> Colossians um, 2, 8, see to it that no one takes you captive through philosophy and empty deception, mm. according to tradition of men, elementary principles of the world, mm. rather than according to Christ. Mm -hmm. So what we do is we don't start with the Lord. We're really starting with the world. Right. right. And is that really the best for our children? Right. You know, and, and I'm not against college. Right. You know, I've got a degree, sure. yeah. you know, and but, you know, and, and the joke that I was going to say is that I said for years is that I'm the only one in my family with a college degree and they all support me. You know? <laughs> right. <laughs> when I was, when I was full time in vocational ministry. ministry yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, and so, that's funny. but, and that's, and again, I'm not anti-education. Right. I'm not anti-college. Sure, I'm not anti-education. I think everybody should yeah. be educated, well, but I'm not. This is a school. Right. Yeah. <laughs> But I'm I'm not I'm not anti college. I'm just right. anti the necessity of it or you'll never be anything. Right. right. Well and that's interesting because when Andrew and Sam were talking about trying to come back for a second year, you know, I was all about that first year. I'm like, Woo, let's do it, okay. you know. <laughs> the Lord will provide. That's awesome. And then they both started talking about second year. And I did have to step back for just a second and I was like, you know, that I'm okay with, I don't know, air quotes, giving away a year, mm -hmm. you know, not that mm -hmm. I feel like it's a waste or I don't at all. Um, but two years, I'm not sure, you know, it doesn't go toward a degree. It doesn't go toward. So it's like, I don't know, is that really the best use of your time? Um, and this really was just a couple months ago when they were starting to talk about it. Mm -hmm. And I realized that like you were saying that we come at it from an opposite direction. What does the world expect? And then kind of try to fit in. Yeah you know, godliness or fit in Christianity into that. Mm -hmm. um, however, what a neat testimony it is, and I saw that in Jeff's life too, is that we never had, because of the choices we made early in life, we never had the big houses, the big career, the big, you know, anything. We had kind of an opposite, you know, direction mm. of life. You know, we were 30 years old and had never owned a house or, okay. you know, 40 years old. And, you know, so it, it was opposite. It wasn't, it wasn't the same, but I think with Jeff deciding to go to Bible school, it was putting first things first. Mm. And so the Lord showed me with Andrew and Sam, maybe talking about the second year is that they're here. They are at the, you know, prime of their lives, the strength of their youth, you know, these young men that are ready to go out and, you know, do whatever they, you know, they really have the whole world ahead of yeah. them, you know, but their choice is to honor the Lord. Mm. 
and how I do believe that that is a really practical way um, to put your faith in action. Yeah. You know, I'm laying my life here, you know, at the strength of my youth, at the, you know, the kind of the cusp of my life. And it's not because they don't know what they want to do. You know, it's not a, you know, oh, I'll just go to camp and st- or, you know, I'll go to school instead yeah. of go out. But they could do all these things. And I think Andrew specifically, he he has plans. Mm. You know, he wants to do things, um, but feels that this is a good investment um, this second year. Mm. So as a mom, I was like, I believe that that shows where their hearts are. Yeah. And that, you know, what a great way to start out your life. I think so. That's mm-hmm. a cool, you know, for both men and women, you know, Lord, mm-hmm. let's let's get this right, and then we can go out and do the rest of life. You know, you would expect me to say that I, I agree with that because, you know, I've been on staff for years. Right. But because I've been on staff for years, I've witnessed, you know, a lot of people come through here and watch the Lord completely change them, hmm. change the direction right. they thought they were right. going in, right. uh, impact how they, uh, how they went on. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, even if they went on with the same plans they thought they would, just impacting, right. you know, how they are. And, yeah. right. and you just think, my goodness, you know, th- this, th- this is good. Right. <laughs> Present yourself a living sacrifice, yes. right? You know, yeah. which is my whole life. It's, mm. Lord, what do you want to do with my life? Yeah. Yeah. Right. For, for people, you know, getting the, the, the beginning of going off on their own, being with the foundation of Christ is my life. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, whether I go on to be uh, a, a doctor, a lawyer, a carpenter, right. you know, a housewife, Absolutely. whatever yep. it may be. Right. That Christ is my life. Right. Yeah. And, you know, my goodness, imagine what the church would be like, mm. you know, if, if it was made up of people that were, that were solidified in this. Right. Mm. You know, yeah. Which is what the church should be. Right. Yeah. Right. Well, there are plenty of people that would say that I have not used my degree mm-hmm. doing what I, you know, doing my work. Mm-hmm. Um, and <laughs> yes, but no. Right. You know, I mean, how is, you know, learning about the Lord, learning, you know, knowing his word better and understanding, you know, those things. How is that not a daily use kind of a thing? Yeah. You know, that is... Very foundational. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I think what it comes down to is, you know, what does the Lord have for us? You know, and and what a great thing for us as parents to be encouraging our children to do is pursue the Lord. Does he have, is this what he has for you? Is it college? Right. Right. And, you know, if you come out of college and you're not using the degree, well, if that's where the Lord put you, fine. Right. You know, that's, yeah. There's no regrets there. Yeah. If that's where he had you. Yeah. Yeah. But if we go into it thinking that I have to do this in order to do that. Right. Right. There's, and then right. you never end up doing that. Right. Well, what was your reason for going? Right. right. Take a minute and at yeah. least, at least think that there's an option. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. really what does the Lord want? Right. And yeah. what honors him most, I think too. Mm. Yeah. So with your kids being here, um, what would you say has, in watching them, how has it impacted them? So I think, um, I think with Emmy, mm-hmm. you know, I just see that she's well grounded. Yeah. You know, I think that she knows what she believes. She's not real outspoken. She's not a in your face, you know, kind of a person, but I think she's solid and she knows she knows what she believes. Um and she got a husband out of it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's right. And he went to school here too. He did, That's right. So yeah. yeah. Um I I do have to say that that probably the things and the way we see his hill 
is different than a lot of people because we live five minutes away. Right. Right. And so our boys will come home and do their laundry and they'll, but it's been really fun to have them come home and talk about the things that they've learned or, you know, during the school year, it was, Mm. Oh yeah, this is our guest speaker this week. Mm. And you know, he's been talking about this and blah, 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 you know, and, and uh, just their excitement. Mm. Um, And I think that they both before the year started were well-grounded you know, it's not like they, neither one of them came to know the Lord here. Neither one of them, you know, didn't, uh, you know, know him. But but you see their faith strengthening. Right. Yeah, and that surprised me how much they've enjoyed all the classes. Okay. You know, they really get excited about what they're learning. And um, that's been really, really neat. Yeah. And I mean, and not only our boys, but our niece, Anna. Yeah. came last year and that was wonderful because she didn't have um, probably as much biblical knowledge as Andrew and Sam went into it and she just erupted with excitement you know yeah. it was like you couldn't quite keep her mm. under wraps sometimes she'd mm. just start talking about did you know that this and this <laughs> yeah you know yeah what do you you know and it wasn't hard to get her to talk about what she was learning very and, fun to watch yeah and at that age where well especially with all the cultural things you know, to be able to apply what they're learning with what they see in culture, because they're just starting, you know, this culture is their culture, you know, this, this, you know, this society is becoming their society. Mm, Right. So being able to kind of look at it in light of what scripture teaches, um, has been really neat to see. They're going to fight battles that we didn't have to, Oh yeah. you know, in Mm -hmm. different things. So it's encouraging to know that they're looking at that, um, through the lens of, of scripture that's exciting and encouraging that is exciting mm-hmm. you said that the the boys you know just being excited about the the classes would you no. would you say that they were, were they're not like prone to academic type stuff more hands-on type things <laughs> well sam <laughs> sam's definitely a, a hands-on yeah um kind of a guy yeah it, and, and they were both homeschooled. We homeschooled right. our kids. Uh-huh. Um, so they were both homeschooled. So Andrew is more academic. Okay. Um, he, like, all of the academics were pretty easy for him. I can kind of see that. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's studious and he, he doesn't have trouble writing papers mm-hmm. and, you know, reading books and <laughs> Well, that's interesting because, like that. okay, so you've got two different. Mm-hmm. Twins. Yeah, they're right? twins, but they kind of. They're, they're not identical. Don't, right. don't anybody get that idea? In any way. <laughs> no. No, opposites. So, yeah. but, but still, it's interesting that they both would enjoy class so much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It surprised yeah. me, actually. And, yeah. You know, it's uh, for a lot of people, you know, they think his hill is known as to be in torchbearers one of if not the most academic right mm. and it's uh but at the, and so to some extent that's intimidating for some people right right i can see that but it's interesting how even though that may be the case that the students just really love the classes yeah surprising yeah, yeah it surprised me yeah. well going going back to my college thing i was not a student. I was not, you know, studious. I didn't like studying all those kind of things. I did not enjoy my first year of college going to UTSA and SAC and stuff. I loved Bible college. Mm-hmm. I loved studying the word of God. I mm-hmm. loved the, and, and, you know, you, mm-hmm. 
you know, they, the boys, I know that they're, they're enjoying that. They're enjoying their relationships that, you know, the whole, the whole package. Um, but I think that when we allow the word of God to be alive the way that it is and, and, you know, because I think a lot of people, the, the experience of church is stuffy and boring. And Mm. so they expect that Bible college is going to be too. They think that the word of God Mm. is, Mm. and it's not, Mm -hmm. you know, it's alive and it's active. And when we start to see, and I think that's a lot of it, as you start to see how it's alive and active, how he is alive and active, how, you know, then it's like, wait, wait a second. This is different than what I thought. Yeah. You know? Mm. Um, so now you've had three kids go through one year. Mm-hmm. How's that impacted you? I think, I mean, the first thing that comes to mind when you say that is just that, you know, kind of off the cuff prayer, off the cuff wish, you know, wouldn't it be neat if we could, mm. you know, have all of our kids go for a year to his hill or to a torchbearer center or, you know, and so I think, for me, I think I'm just thankful that the Lord hears those things, mm-hmm. you know, the desires of our hearts. And I think he sees those. And, um, you know, it's not like I've been praying for five years for that to happen. But those good things that God just allows to happen um, without us having to work for them. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and I know that's a little bit maybe shallow or... No. But I think no. that's that's what I see. I think the fruits of them being... Um, here haven't really shown maybe necessarily in our lives yet. Okay. Um, for me, I'm encouraged that the boys have enjoyed so much. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think our relationship with the boys has changed as they've matured and started to make their relationship with the Lord their own. Mm. It's not just our relationship with the Lord. And now they're, you know, they're doing it because mom and dad did, but, it, it, I really see it becoming their own. And so as that happens, we get to have those neat conversations like you would have with a friend or another, um, you know, adult that, that it's not just parent to child, but it is that, that, um, that relationship that changes. And, and I, you know, I saw it with my dad Mm -hmm. that eventually I got to that point where we talk like, adults like friends not him just right. telling me you know do this and don't do that yeah. and stop being stupid and you know yeah. those kind of things so um i think those things i'm seeing change that's yeah. pretty cool yeah that's a fun time yeah yeah um what would you say to parents who are considering sending their kids to bible school uh, but uh, maybe on the bubble uh, you know for whatever reason what what would you want to to communicate to them. Don't you love your kids? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I just, yeah, I think, I think the things that we've talked about that it's easy to think. In fact, um, there was somebody else was talking about this recently where this young girl's going, I, I think I want to go ahead and get my career going. She's 17, you know, and it's mm. like, I want to, I want to get on with my life. And it's like, there's a lot of life out there. Yeah. You know, I didn't start Bible college till I was 25, basically mm-hmm. finished when I was 29, 30. Um, 
And then we went, we were in ministry for another five years beyond that. Like Heather said, we didn't own our first house till I was 35 or 36, mm-hmm. you know, where most of my friends were, had probably been into it for 10 years or whatever. Okay. <laughs> but, but saying I was behind immediately says I was doing, I, I was behind according to the world's timetable. Right. And so we, we tend to think that these are, this is the way things that have to be done. And if I don't do it this way, if my kid doesn't do it this way, we're going to be judged mm. by who and why do I care? Mm. You know, yeah, people are going to, when I went to Bible school, there were people in our church who were going, are you, why? <laughs> you know, it, it, they were, they were seriously yeah, like, this I is know. a waste of time. I what know. do you, you know, waste of time, waste of money, waste yeah. of yeah. everything. Waste right. of everything. And why would you do this? And it's like, because the Lord's calling me to do it, mm. you know, but I just think, yeah, I, I think our boys were solid in the word. I don't think that they were in danger of walking away mm-hmm. and I would do it a hundred times out of a hundred again. Mm. So why wouldn't you? Well, yeah. Yeah. Well, and I think it is, you know, it's, we've been given resources, right? Life. We've been given money. We've been given time. We've been given days Mm. and we're going to invest it in something, Mm. you know? So Mm -hmm. what do you invest it in? Is that, you know, if you start thinking about it, because I think that's probably, it's a waste, you know, is it a waste? Is it a waste of time? Is it a waste of Money is it a waste? Of, you know, but you're going to invest that time. You're going to invest that money. You're going to do something with it anyway. Yeah. You know, why not invest it in something that's got good? I, don't, I mean, not just good, but beneficial yeah. and life giving. And um, yeah, I I think that's it. Yeah. The yeah. other thing I was thinking is for me, it, it's walking by faith. You don't see the whole picture. You know, I think we like to have it all laid out yeah. and, and written out and this is what's going to happen and the money's going to be there. And, you know, but so much of my life, especially recently, has just been walking day by day. Lord, just do whatever you want today. I expect, you know, this, but then it changes. It's like, okay. You know, and you keep thinking that without faith, it's impossible to please God. So, mm. you know, faith pleases him and walking without seeing the mm-hmm. end is faith. Yeah. yeah. So that's that's pleasing to the Lord. Right. Mm. Not easy. Right. Right. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. yeah. Simple, not easy. Right. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I I just um yeah, I go back to with with Emmy with the money was not, you know, wasn't there mm. when, you know, it, it wasn't like it's oh yeah, we got it all laid out and we got it all saved up and you know, I, I admire those who do have it saved up and, you know, mm-hmm. that's great. Um, but the Lord will take care of all that. Mm-hmm. And then I, you know, I was talking about our boys being well-grounded and I think that Anna, our niece would say she was not well-grounded and, you know, it, it was beneficial for all three of them. It's mm-hmm. beneficial right. for Emmy, all four of them. It, you know, right. there's, there was great good in all of it. And, and whether you're, you know, whatever the spectrum is that you feel like you're on or your kid is on, um, there's benefit, yeah. there's good, you know. The so. other thing I have been so thankful for is we talked about classes and how much the boys have enjoyed that. <clears throat> but the other thing that I've just been so impressed with is how the staff, the community mm-hmm. that they create for those students up here has been um, just a really neat 
it's been a blessing. Yeah. Um, and we know some, a lot of you guys on staff. Right. And, um, but just thanks for pouring into those kids mm. and for, you know, parents who are wondering what it's like. I mean, what an incredible, what an incredible just group of people um, that really are here just to love kids mm. and to show um, how you can live um, in a community and, and live in Christ. Yeah, and... they have. I mean, they've made great friends with staff. Mm-hmm. Our boys have. And um, I know those relationships have been really impactful for mm. them. And the leadership, I think, that Andrew and Sam have seen mm-hmm. um, has I think that's been they they talk about that. You know, how those older guys, whether they're second-year students or whether they're staff guys, um, but how those men have um, really given them somebody to, to look up to and to... Mm. So that's that's encouraging, too. Yeah. It's, it's, just, it's not just the Bible teaching, um, but the community, right? which I think is different than you would maybe get at a traditional school. Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up because most of the learning here takes place outside of the classroom. Agreed. Right. Yeah. 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 Because that's where the rubber meets the road. Right. Yeah. And where it's all being fleshed out. Right. And, and, and so we need the class time. Right. But then we need to step out of class and live right. it. And and you're right because it is a it is a it's a it's a community mm-hmm. here on campus where you know where the staff and students are together all the time. Yeah. Right. And I'm I'm part time now, so I'm not involved in it like I used to be. Right. But but even so, it's it is a pretty intense nine mm-hmm. months. Right. Not because of solely what's going on in the classroom, but the whole thing. Yeah. Uh, it's it's a unique experience. Yeah, the yeah. discipling that happens. Yes. I mean, mm-hmm. that's it's pretty incredible. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah if if you're not familiar with his hill, you wouldn't recognize. And and we until Heather said something, I didn't. I don't really think about it that much. But our boys are in the homes of these families mm-hmm. all the a time. Lot. Yeah, yeah, a lot. And so it's not just. Yeah, you go to class and then you go hang out with your friends and you come back to class tomorrow, you hang out with your friends. It it's these people are pouring into loving on our kids, being loved by our kids, you know, developing yeah. those neat relationships that, you know, um yeah, that are really really cool. Mm-hmm. And it's fun, you know, being at Bernie Bible and kind of seeing what goes, some of what goes on. I know that there's a number of, you know, I know Charlie has done a ton of weddings. Yeah. But I know a number, number of the other guys have had that opportunity yeah. too because to you're the significant one in somebody's life and relationship. And they're like, I want Kelly, I want John, I want <laughs> Connor, you know, to do, to do my wedding because they had such an impact. Mm. And it wasn't just in the classroom. So yeah, it's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. It is really. It that's is a blessing. Yeah. yeah, it's it's a blessing for us as staff. Yeah. 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 And I think it's unique. I don't it know is. if there's a lot of places that you would find that. Yeah. So, and yeah. And that's the other thing I was thinking. Andrew told me, I remember when we first started and he said, it's so nice to have friends that I can go and have fun with and not get in trouble with or not have to worry about getting in trouble with. Yeah. Because he's really relational and he loves people and he loves having a good time, but you got to be careful who you do all those things with. Yeah. Right. And so I think they've both enjoyed <clears throat> being able to live and have fun and, you know, be part of a community that is mm-hmm. safe. It is a, a real special group of, of students. And yeah. we've mm-hmm. had, you know, we've had a lot of guest speakers come through and tell us that like, there's something different mm-hmm. about your students. You know, uh, being in the middle of Texas, you know, the perception of what this area 
Mm. Right. Geographically looks like it's <laughs> right. hilarious what people yeah. think, you know, and, and uh, you know, we've had students. I remember sitting at a table of new students one time and asking them, how many of you thought you were coming to a desert? <laughs> and every one of them raised their hand. Right. And I said, do you not mm. look? And this was before we had website. This is brochure. Do you not look <laughs> at the brochures and everything that we sent to you? Go, yeah, but we don't pay attention to those things. And, <laughs> it's, and so we used to we used to complain years when we, when we were younger on staff, you know, our staff basically grew up together right i mean we were charlie was the oldest one on staff when i came on he was 34 right and you know so we made a lot of mistakes and and learned a lot of things and and that's funny now because the staff is young again right and and going you know learning the same lessons but um we used to complain that you know why are we only getting 30 students why are we only Hmm. getting 40 students why do they always think they're coming to a desert you know why is it you know charlie and i would go and teach at other centers and and you know they'd all talk about well you know i didn't really want to go to his hill because it's a desert and it's like (laughs) what are you talking about (laughs) and and and, uh and so what's so charlie one day he he was telling us i don't want to hear us complain anymore about this because what's happening is every year and at that time it was 50 students he says every mm. year we get 50 students coming to us from all over the world that think they're coming to a desert wow <laughs> and yeah. i sat there and thought oh wow mm. oh these people are they're coming for the right reason yeah these yeah. people there's a special group of people and right. and uh and now you know the you know the lord's blessing us with full house mm-hmm. you know where we you know we're just we're packed and yeah these people think they're coming to a desert. Right. And right. you know, it, it's just, it says something about what kind of people they are. Right. And, right. and these are the yeah. people the Lord are bringing to us. It's right. not because, you know, we've done something that's right. just making it, you know, Oh right. wow. Come to his hill. Right. Yeah. But it's what the Lord's doing. And so, sure. you know, it is a, it is a, a unique place. Yeah. And, uh, it, um, and so anyway, well, I appreciate you guys being here before we end. I just want to encourage our listeners. If you haven't already listened to last week's episode to do so, uh, we interviewed uh, an alumni, Melissa is her name. She is a missionary in Haiti, and she's uh, they're going under they're, they are under a lot of persecution right now. They're actually in hiding and have been in hiding for eight months. and uh, and so there's a, in that podcast, we give you some information on how you can help them out. Uh, so um, it's just an incredible story. Uh, we've had Melissa on before a couple of years ago, uh, but uh, she's bring this up to date so if you haven't listened to that episode i really encourage you to do so and if you want to try and and help them uh you can get in touch with me and i can get some information to you and that's uh, with my email kelly k-e-l-l-y at hishill.org and uh lizzie will be talking about this in a little bit but we are coming toward the end of camp uh the, the morris boys are here they're counselors this well one's a counselor and the other's working in media right, right. yeah so uh, they've been they've been through bible school and now through one of the hottest summers that mm-hmm. we've experienced in a while yeah. uh it's it's really hot so they've um they we're coming to the end of this we're in our last junior high week and so we're almost finished so I ask that you guys be praying for the um for the summer staff as things come to an end and they start to make that transition some of them coming back to finish up their first year some coming back to start a second year um so anyway would appreciate you praying about that well guys thanks again for being here i appreciate you giving me the time yeah thanks for having us thank you for listening to today's episode of the his hill podcast featuring our host kelly doherty along with jeff and heather morris We are wrapping up our last week of overnight camp tomorrow and will begin our two-week adventure of day camp starting this Monday. 
Please keep praying for us here that we would continue to love the kids well and give God the glory. This summer has been incredibly good and we are excited to see what the remaining two weeks have in store. Thanks again for tuning in to the His Hill podcast today. You've been listening to our host, Kelly Doherty, along with Jeff and Heather Morris. And as always, remember to keep your eyes fixed on Christ. He is the way, the truth, and the life. I'm Lizzie, and we'll see you next week.